Oh, look at the time, David. It's the Chainsaw Minute! I'm David, and this is your fortnightly dose of Chainsaw Man. You can join us every other Friday when we see what Masterpiece Fujimoto put out, except apparently next week, Jordan, there's going to be another chapter, so oh my listeners, God. Uh, we might be lying right now. You'll, I guess you'll find <laughs> out next week if an episode shows up on your feet. Look, it's usually fortnightly. In reality, it depends on what Fujimoto wants to do. When we look at the watch and the chainsaw hands are pointing to the chainsaw minute, we record. I don't know what else to tell you. So we're going to be joined by Bill Murray next week with this kind of Groundhog Day situation where <laughs> new week, new chapter. I love it. I, don't, I think that feeling like that's the opposite of Groundhog Day, but whatever. Oh, shut uh, up, Jordan. <laughs> Listen, I, as someone who's seen Groundhog Day the musical, I know what I'm talking about. All right, all right. Well, anyway, I'm Jordan, and if you're looking for regular Shonen Flop goodness, you can find our next episode with for our full thoughts on that piece of shit hi-fi cluster featuring <laughs> Courtney from the Strictly series on Monday. Look, it's no fucking spoiler. That series sucks, all right? God, yeah, that series fucking uh, no hot takes detected from Mother's Basement on their discussion on that. And uh, just a heads up, I want to give a big thank you to everyone who's in the Discord listening to us right now. We've got some really terrific fans. And just a reminder, you can join us every other Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Though, as a note, because next week was unexpected, I actually wasn't free at our usual time. So we are going to be recording at 5 p.m. next Tuesday in the Discord. But love to see you all just the same. Yeah, thank you for showing up if you can. I was contractually obligated to. Let's see. Let's see what we got. We got Blumumu, Dude Rocks, Loser, Ozzy Rad, and Duke of Dumbass. What's up, everybody? <laughs> All our party people. All our party people. Yeah, and then I'm really excited because after this episode, we're going to be doing a Chainsaw Man premiere watch party. We'll see how that goes. Maybe we'll do it every week, but it'll yeah. be a lot of fun. I think we're going to have like 15 people coming to it, which is awesome. It's been difficult, David. I've had to keep myself from watching it. See, and everyone just say, oh, it's amazing. It's really good. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. I just, it's oh. like that Squidward meme where he's looking out, except it's people watching Chainsaw Man. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> I love Squidward. SpongeBob SquarePants and Musical, also really great. Yeah, uh, they did a cool thing with the uh, with with the costume design there where they. Uh, but yeah, anyway, you can look that up. You can just look up a fucking girl. Anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. David Bowie worked on it and John Legend and Jonathan Colton. Wow. Yeah, they were not pulling any punches with it. Damn. On YouTube, I think. Definitely go watch it. It's actually extremely good. Anyway, the opposite of SpongeBob SquarePants, the musical, is, of course, Devils. So, Jordan, what was your devil this week? The React Hooks Devil. David. <sighs> yeah. As you know, I am trying to learn React, which is a front-end yep. development framework for Node.js, blah, 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 blah. And there's this thing called React Hooks, and they fucking confuse me. They always have, and I really got to fucking figure that shit out. Oh, goodness. Well, mine is not as serious, because mine is the Tunic Devil, because I have been playing a ton of Tunic, and man, oh, man, I got to the part that really sucks the Tunic, where, Jordan, you were in the chat, I talked to my friend Kami Jace, friend of the show, he's been a guest, he's been playing Tunic, and I was like, man, I just got to the part that really, really sucks, and he's like, I feel I know what part you're talking about, and then he named the exact part I'm at, and I was like, fuck. He's like, yeah, that part just sucks. I don't know what Tunic is. Tunic is like a little Zelda-like game. It's really cute. It's on Game Pass. Well, that makes sense. Uh, you say Tunic, and I was like, like Zelda? Because that's yeah. like where I learned what the word Tunic was. So the cool thing about it is the game is 90% of it isn't in English. It's in like a fantasy language. And over mm. time, you slowly translate it. So you have like a physical manual, but it's all like you really just have to kind of figure things out on your own. There's not very much handholding, which is definitely very different than playing stuff like Spider-Man or God of War, which are very explicit of what you need to do next. Oh, that's cool. 
And I thought I like was doing a sequence out of order. And no, it's just that part is just fucking awful. <laughs> a friend of mine showed me recently um game called Hieroglyphic or something like that. And like the whole point is that there is zero text in the game. It is all just icons. There's no mm-hmm. tutorial or anything. So you have to basically figure out how to play the game while you're playing it. That sounds pretty cool. But Jordan, though, shall we get into the plot summary? Yeah, so this is <laughs> the plot summary for Chapter 106, Bonfire. Some of you guys are all right. Don't come to school tomorrow. Thank you, Trey, so much for that wonderful shout out. Yes, thank you, Trey. Yeah, if Trey's ever out, we can see if we have anyone that wants to ever submit it. You have to do a pretty good job because Trey's kind of killing it. Trey's always killing it. Yeah. What a bloody legend. Anyway, let's get to the plot summary, I say. Mm-hmm. Oz is... What? Huh? Yeah, I was saying go for it. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm day, all right. It? I just, it sounded like you were interrupting me. All right, fucking whatever. All right, fine, David. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> let me fucking talk. Anyway, Azza's feeling pretty down after hearing that her only friend is a murderer. She blames herself, and Yoru, who does not give a shit about Azza's feelings, agrees with her that it is her fault. Azza wants to go back and stop Yuko from murdering all the assholes at her school, but Yoru takes over her body and refuses to give it back until Yuko is dead. Killing Yuko is actually extremely good for them because it will draw Chainsaw Man out, let them join the Devil Hunters Club, and as mentioned in previous chapters, it will allow them to create a strong weapon. Popcorn David. Yuko stands over a bonfire and resolves to kill all of Asa's bullies, and the next day she goes to school. However, she's confronted by Yuru, aka the War Devil, sword drawn and ready. They have a back and forth where Yoru goads Yuko into fighting. Even though Yuko likes Asa, she fucking hates Yoru, and turns into a slug wife with Marge Simpson hair made out of brains. That's uh, exactly what Fujimoto was going for, Jordan. How did you know about his author notes? I can just tell, man. I can just fucking tell. Me and Fujimoto, man, we got, we, we're connected. We're like this. You can't see it, but I'm putting both of my fingers together. Oh, I can. I uh, actually have psychic abilities. Oh my God, you have the justice devil. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so David, why was this week's chapter a 10 out of 10? God, I really love the power dynamic between Asa and the war devil. It's just yeah. such a great thing where the war devil is the only one who actually has the keys. But Fujimoto does such a great job of you forgetting that where you really think, oh, Asa is going to go talk to her. And the war devil's like, you can't. I control this body. And then that's just it. Yeah. That's just such a fucking great dynamic between these two characters. The only reason why Asa's still alive is because Yoru allows her to be. Yeah. It is definitely pretty interesting. I like the uh, how um, Fujimoto handles all these. Okay, we've said it before. These like subtle facial expressions, you know? Yeah. He has this section where it's it really does feel like Aza is simply talking to herself, which I think at the very least, that's the metaphor that he's pulling from where it's just like they're in the exact same position in the panel, but with the only difference being that her scar appears when Yoru's talking. Yeah, which I think is cool. And then, Jordan, I'm just waiting for you to get super excited about that weird panel. Oh, I am so excited about it. Tell us about it. Uh, so there's a panel where Yuko is talking to Aza, and, or well, actually, she's talking to Yoru, and they start talking about Chainsaw Man. But the panel where she ta- starts talking is like partially obscured by the wall of the school, which is really interesting. Like you don't see that. It's like the word bubble is like diegetic almost. Like the word yeah. panel is a physical object that is being obscured by the school. 
school. It's it's like an interesting way to pull off like a shot from like a movie where you're like outside the window and then you're inside. It like I really don't think that's something I've seen before. Like I heard the sound in my head as muffled, yeah. as if it was like inside the building. Like it's just amazing. It's such a cool idea. I really would wonder if anyone can tell us if they've ever seen a series that did that. But it definitely gives the impression someone's listening in on them. And I guess maybe next week we'll find out if someone actually, if it actually meant anything or if it was just Fujimoto being experimental. Yeah, it could have been either of those things, honestly. Who the hell knows with Fujimoto? Who the hell knows? Yeah, I also love just how characters will straight up be honest about things like how <laughs> how Asa kind of like as a teenager is complaining, this is all my fault, you know, and War Devil goes, yes, it fucking is. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> War Devil does not give a shit about her fucking feelings. You know, War Devil is facts and facts don't care about your feelings. You know how that fucking, yeah. Oh, the War Devil's <laughs> clearly a Republican given that's the War Devil. The War Devil, yeah, of course, of course. Except she's aware that she's evil. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Damn, what a buildup though, by the way. There wasn't really much that happened in this chapter. It was kind of just like this building tension, mm-hmm. which in a lesser manga might come off as filler, but it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, Chainsaw Man is all gas, no brakes. Yes, exactly. Even when the brakes are on, uh, it's still it's still gas and yeah, you know? I was going to say, yeah, because we always talk about how great Chainsaw Man is with its, <laughs> its chapters where nothing happens. Yeah, exactly. When the brakes are on, it is filling up the gas. Yeah. You never think your time is wasted. Yeah, that's a good metaphor. Yeah. And then I also think, though, that one thing I'm really hoping to see more is Asa's growth, that she stops lying to herself. Like, do you really think Asa genuinely didn't know what Yuku meant when she said, don't come to school tomorrow? Of course she did. But she wanted to just sound like she's this good, naive kid. That's fucking bullshit. You fucking knew. Every single person on the planet says, don't come to school tomorrow means I'm going to do shoot up the school. I took it as a little different. What that was, it felt more like she was kind of in disbelief and she knew that if she acknowledged it, she would actually have to fucking kill her. And she did not want to do that. But yeah. Yeah, the war devil was like, Aza, Aza, you fucking know what she meant. You, and you knew exactly what she fucking meant. Let's not beat around the bush. No, no. I've been asking to kill her for a while. This is great for me. (laughs) This is how fucking Yoru feels. Do you think she's going to die or no? Yeah, I think what's going to happen is that Yoru is going to kill Yuko. Actually, probably Aza is somehow going to kill Yuko. Like, there's going to be some switch or some shit. And then she's going to turn into, like, the strongest weapon that Aza has. Like, a really good weapon. And maybe... The pen, which is mightier than the sword. That is true. That is true, David. And don't you ever forget it. Don't you I ever never forget would. it. Ever. Um, but yeah, I think it's also possible that like Yuko will be able to still speak to Aza. Like you remember when when Yoru like ripped that dude's uh, spinal cord out and it turned into a sword and the dude's the dude was still like able to talk. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's going to introduce some uh, complex feelings into Aza. That'll be kind of interesting. Yeah, I'm very excited to see. I It's a shame she's probably going to die, but maybe she won't, and we'll find out. But it's Chainsaw Man where everyone can die. So many great characters die, you know? Like, um, oh, what's her name from Chapter 1 who is, like, with the eye patch? Denji? No, with the eye patch. No, Denji I'm not, has sorry, an eye patch cha- in the first not chapter. Not Chapter 1, Part 1. <laughs> sorry. I was going to be like, my brother in Christ, Denji is, Denji is still alive. He does die in chapter one. He does. I'm talking about uh, the the hot girl with like the eye patch. Her name starts with an H, I think. Give me a second. I'll look it up. 
<laughs> yeah, but, I, mean, I also saw that bonfire. It's kind of hard to tell. And I also thought, is that the person that she burned? But I can't tell. Himeno. Himeno, yes. Yes, exactly. I could not fucking believe that Himeno died. Like the amount of setup, how important she was to various people in the care in the cast. It seemed like she died like way too fast. Like the amount of character development she was given made it seem like, no, no, not not now. But that's also that's why he did it. Yeah. I mean, Chainsaw Man was only 97 chapters for part one. Jesus Christ. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. You know what they say? The the the, the star that brights as shine as the twice do do the the endling. What? Anyway. What? All right, all right, fine. Anyway, uh, thank you for editing. Oh, Jordan, I want to say thank you for editing as well. Yeah, oh, we're editing bros. You can find us on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast or our website, shonenflop.com. We are also on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever else you can get your podcast. Props to Shannon for the awesome cover art. You can find her online at Illuminati. As a reminder, you can join us recording every other Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. EST. You can find a link in our show notes or on our site. Stay tuned for Monday as we give our full thoughts on Hi-Fi Cluster. What? You might also want to note that we're recording, though, at 5 p.m. on Tuesday next week. Yes. And just as a reminder, we're also recording next week uh, at 5 p.m. because David's got some shit scheduled. On Tuesday. On Tuesday. Thank you, David. (laughs) Thank you. Stay tuned for Monday as we give our full thoughts on Hi-Fi Cluster featuring Courtney from the Strictly series. Yeah. I wanted to say it this time, David. I never say it. Hey, you're welcome to say it as much as you want, man. Yeah, but unfortunately, David, looking at my watch, it's not the chainsaw minute anymore. It's just a normal minute. Oh, actually, oh, my God, it's turning into a different chainsaw minute. But but this one's animated. (gasps) Oh, goodness. Oh, my God. Well, thanks for listening. Keep on flopping floppers. Bye. Bye.